ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி பர்சீவ் த கமிட்மெண்ட் ஆஃப் அ மேன் இன் லவ் ஆஸ் டெபிக்டட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் குறுந்தொகை த்ரீ ஹண்ட்ரட் பெண் பை சிறைக்குடி ஆந்தையார் செட் இன் த மவுண்டன்ஸ் ஆஃப் குறிஞ்சி த வேர்ஸ் ஸ்பீக்ஸ் இன் த வாய்ஸ் ஆஃப் த மேன் டு த லேடி அஷோரிங் ஹ தட் ஹீ இஸ் ஹர்ஸ் ஃபார் எவர் குவளை நாரும் குவையிருங் கூந்தல் ஆம்பள் நாரும் தேம்பொதி துவர்வாய் குண்டு நீ தாமரை கொங்கின் அண்ணன் நுண்பல் தித்தி மாயோயே நீயே அஞ்சல் என்ற என்சொல் அஞ்சலையே யானே குறுங்கால் அன்னம் குவவு மணற் சேக்கும் கடல் சூழ் மண்டிலம் பெறினும் விடல் சூழலன் யான் நின்னுடை நட்பே Never will I forsake thee is the central theme of this verse. The opening words kuvali narum meaning with the fragrance of a blue water lily makes us breathe in the scent of that delicious flower whose scientific name odorata meaning fragrant echoes the appeal of its scent. Speaking of scents we also see ambal narum meaning with the fragrance of a white water lily another flower which is a treat to the senses i'm not done with flowers yet says the verse in gundanir tamare meaning the lotus in the deep waters turning from these gifts of nature the spotlight falls on mayoe meaning lady with dark skin an attribute of beauty in sangam times in kurungal annam kuvavumanar chekkum meaning the short-legged seabird that lives on the sand dunes we get to meet a bird that nests on the shores more on that soon the phrase kadal sul mandilam meaning this land surrounded by oceans is significant for the gaze seems to turn outward and take in the world one lives ending with the words ninnudai natpe meaning your relationship the verse welcomes us to learn more mentioning a hypnotizing bouquet of flowers and the world entire the song seems to swell in a gentle yet all encompassing tone the context reveals that the man had met the lady and fallen in love with her and the lady too reciprocated his feelings after a joyous union the man turns to the lady and says thick black tresses wafting with the scent of the blue water lily a honey flowing red mouth wafting with the scent of the white water lily and many minute pallid spots akin to fine pollen on the lotus flower blooming in deep waters you have o dark skin maiden hearing my words fear not do not be frightened as for me even if i get all the land surrounded by seas near which short-legged seabirds stay on sand mounds i shall never think of letting go of my bond with you with these words the man assures the lady that no matter what his love for her is everlasting sounds like a promise from the heart let's delve into the nuances of the man's words he starts by talking about the foremost marker of a woman's beauty in sangam times a lady's long and dark hair he mentions how this wafts with the scent of a kuvali flower or blue water lily which leads to the million dollar question in tamil literature does a woman's dresses inherently smell beautiful or is it only because of the flowers she wears 
a question that could lead to wars between gods and men apparently. Returning to the verse, we see the man still in the throes of bliss and now talking about the lady's red mouth which seems to spring forth with honey and he connects to the scent of another flower, an amble flower or white water lily. Stopping not with these two blooms, the man does a hat trick by talking about how the palace spots on the lady's skin look just like pollen on a lotus flower growing in the deep ponds. In Sangam literature, we often find mention of these tiny imperfections of the skin being celebrated as another marker of a woman's beauty. This seems to be an interesting area of interdisciplinary research in evolution and dermatology. Hope some scientist in the future will help us understand what these oft-mentioned palace pods looking like lotus pollen on the skin signify. Reversing to the verse, we see the man has offered this bunch of floral compliments to his dark-skinned lady and adds that she shouldn't shudder when the man says, fear not. In that statement, the man is looking ahead to the future when worries about the man's parting would cross the lady's mind. He ends with a description of a short-legged bird that lives on the shores and adds that even if he were given all the land around all the seas next to those shores, he would not even think for a single moment about giving up his relationship with the lady. Thus, he tells the lady, it's not a superficial gift of flowers he's offering her, but his very heart at the core, which is hers to keep always. In the image of the bird that lives on the shores, the man places a metaphor for how his place is with his lady, akin to that bird which even though the wide open skies call and trees far away beckon, decides to nest on the sand dunes. Although this seems like a poetic device written only for the enjoyment of literature lovers, there at its core hides a fact appealing to anyone interested in birds. The line seems to talk about beach nesting birds such as oyster catchers, plovers and terns. I read that these birds make what is called as no-fuss nests, which are mere scrapes on the sand, where the birds lay their eggs which are naturally camouflaged by their spotty appearance. However, with human boundaries expanding beyond limits, these beach nesting birds are threatened all over the world. The short-legged bird that this verse describes could very well be one such beach nesting bird. The Indian skimmer once found all over the country but now dwindling and marked as endangered. Like the man in this ancient verse who calls upon these birds to symbolize his home in the lady's heart, would we to spare a thought to these other beings that share the shows of this planet with us? Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and mines. Please visit nandanikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.